From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Tornado Cash is now banned in the United States. What's the real reason? Money laundering or your data? You'll hear my opinion coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Good morning everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, August 9th. 2022 i told everybody about my weekend and people wrote in and said you know good thing you mowed the lawn (laughs) um my other friend actually he's been on the show quite a few times the crypto curator texted me and said don't forget to work out and he's 100 right that's one thing that has been slacking i do make it into the gym uh still maybe three times a week it's very irregular though i think last week i got into the gym twice week before maybe about five times and this week i haven't been there yet i'm very much in just a maintenance phase so i'm not losing strength but i'm not looking my best either i don't know if you guys know this about me but i am a a gym junkie i love being in the gym i love working out um (laughs) you know i just love lifting heavy things putting them back down in the same place over and over and over again and i can tell you right now once it's november 9th and i take a little bit of time off i'm going to be back in that gym five six days a week and I am going to absolutely kill it. I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, I'm also looking forward to seeing what those crypto prices are. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 9.40 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. We have Bitcoin sitting at $23,285, down 3.5% in 24. Why? reasons. Ethereum's at number two at $1,705, down 4.5%. Tether's number three, USDC is number four, and BNB is number five at 317, down 3.8%. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Cardano, Solana, and Polkadot. The total market cap is down 3.5% at $1.1 trillion, a BTC dominance of 40.6, and an F dominance of 18.9. And now it's time for Coin of the Day. Our coin of the day today is something that we haven't done, but we've spoken about quite a bit on the podcast. I'm quite surprised that I didn't know they had a token. It's Ethereum Name Service, or ENS token. It's ranked number 110 on CoinMarketCap. Its price right now is $15.66. It's down about 10% in 24. Its current market cap is $316.9 million. Fully diluted is $1.5 billion. 20% of ENS is in circulation. So the all-time high for ENS is or was, excuse me, $85.69. It's down 81% since then. It's up 111% from its all-time low of $7.14. And that was set two months ago. You can buy this at Binance, Coinbase, FTX, Gate.io, obviously, Binance.us. There's two two U.S. exchanges. And I still can't find FTX.us. Hmm, interesting. So what is ENS token? 
But really quick before I get into that, I went to ens.domains to buy an ENS domain while I was, you know, doing my research this morning because I was like, hey, you know what? For 15, 17, I think it was going to come out to $17 if I bought it for two years. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to buy it. And it sounds like fun, but it's not doing MetaMask for some reason. So if you are from ens.domains and I'm using Chrome, let me know what the hell's going on because that's strange. Anyway, ENS is the governance token of Ethereum named Service. It is used to govern the protocol and influence decisions on pricing its .f addresses and the price oracle. Token holders can delegate their tokens to the DAO for voting. The total supply of ENS is 100 million, and the circulating supply is just over 20 million at the time of writing. And this is on CoinMarketCap. ENS is distributed as follows. The DAO treasury, 50%, 10% at launch, and then linear vesting over four years. Airdrop to .f hodlers, 25%, and contributors is 25%. And they basically break it down how each contributor has those tokens, and it's four-year linear vesting. And so that's our coin of the day, ENS, the governance token for Ethereum name service. Moving into today's headlines. Are you fucking shitting me? I woke up today to this guy pounding at my front door at 8 a.m. for 10 minutes straight. Thought I was under attack. Nope. Just telling me I was getting sued for shilling SafeMoon. Am I the only guy who loses all his money in SafeMoon and gets sued for it? For the millionth time, I didn't get a nickel from SafeMoon. I told people it might be a scam before I invested. And that's a tweet from Barstool Sports founder David Portnoy, claiming he's been sued by SafeMoon investors. Last year, he invested $40,000 in the asset. Then he called it his favorite shitcoin. But investors have since lost interest in the token and lost a lot of their money. It's down 88.5% from its all-time high in January, according to CoinMarketCap. Portnoy also posted a picture of his safe moon balance, which appeared to be around $2,370. He hasn't withdrawn any of it. And so he put $40,000 in, and he has $2,370 left. Uh, I think everybody who's been investing in crypto or gambling in crypto over the past years has had this experience. Dave Portnoy, he also bought $1 million worth of Bitcoin in 2020 when it was around $11,500. But then he sold it just weeks later when the price dropped for a loss of $25,000. How much would he have today? $2 million. He would have made a million dollars if he held it. And obviously, he would have had about $6 million if he sold at the top. And so this next article is... Very, very interesting. We should have lots of discussion. We should have lots of debates about this. And I'll tell you my opinions in a little bit. Or actually, I'll tell you a story instead. And then we'll get opinions from there. The U.S. Treasury Department today sanctioned Tornado Cash. It's an Ethereum coin mixing tool. The Treasury Department also added the Tornado Cash website and a long list of Ethereum addresses to its specially designated national list, banning American citizens from using the tool or transacting with these addresses. Tornado Cash is an app that lets users make private transactions on the Ethereum network. It does this by pulling together cryptocurrency deposited by many users and mixing them so transactions are obscured. Tornado Cash has been used to launder more than $7 billion worth of virtual currency since its creation in 2019. And that includes $7.8 million stolen last week in Nomad Bridges hack. Also, the North Korean state-sponsored hacking group Lazarus used Tornado Cash to launder more than $96 million after it hacked Harmony Bridge in June. So there's obviously some laundering going on. But here's some crypto Twitter backlash. Ethereum core developer Preston Van Loon said to Decrypt, I don't think this was appropriate at all. 
Tornado Cash is a tool, like any other, that can be used for bad or good. Tornado Cash's founder alleged on Twitter that his GitHub account was suspended following the federal government's blacklist announcement this morning. Eric Voorhees condemned not just the announcement, but also GitHub for enforcing the tyranny of the U.S. government's sanction list. Surveillance of everything, control of everyone, Voorhees sarcastically said. That's what makes America great. Law-abiding Americans are only the ones hurt by this. Another tweet said, it's time for a decentralized, censorship-resistant GitHub. Jameson Lopp tweeted, I have good news for everyone. Seeking a decentralized GitHub, it already exists. It's called Git. Cryptographer Matthew Green tweeted, For non-experts, the strength and weakness of Ethereum-based mixers is that they exist at visible contract addresses, and while users within the mixer contract may have privacy, they identify themselves as using the service upon entrance and exit. In the short term, I expect that a straightforward response from Tornado Sanctions will see new instances of the Tornado contract. The Treasury Department will then have to sanction those new addresses, like Whack-A-Mole. Green continues to say, For the record, I'm not in favor of North Korea laundering stolen money. But I'm also not in favor of government stepping in and smashing every service that lets users shield their transaction history from being read by the whole world. Now, here's my story, and you can come to your own opinion. In this campaign running for U.S. Congress, I have been appalled by the use of people's data. Just, it should be illegal for what is allowed to happen with people's data. The buying and selling of people's email addresses, phone numbers, voter information is absolutely sick. It is literally the definition of violation of privacy. And so campaigns all across the country buy something called Vote Builder. And Vote Builder basically scores you as an individual in your political leanings, your ideology, and they rank you from 1 to 100 in the ability of, I am going to be a strong Democrat or I'm going to be a strong Republican, to everything in the middle. And your ability to shift your votes. Do you usually vote Democrat, but you might vote Republican? And how do they know that? Well, I will let you know. First, they know if you voted in certain primaries, that's how you become a registered Democrat or a registered Republican. You vote in the Democratic primary or the Republican primary. Then, just like most other things collect your data, they go to data brokers. And then they see your purchase history, your watch history, all kinds of different data that's shared all through this digital internet, the web of all things. And then they start to build your profile based off of what you do. And so now they have a profile about you. They know what you purchase. They know what you watch. They know that you are a registered Democrat. Then they compare your voter history with your purchase history, your watching history, your Spotify data, your YouTube data, your Netflix data, so on and so on and so on. Everything that's connected to the Internet, your location data. And they build you a profile to try to make you this person, what person, what, figure out how you are. And that's when you see people come to your door and knock on your door to tell you about campaigns or send you certain kind of e emails. And those emails are targeted for different reasons. If you're a solid Democrat that will never, ever, ever turn, it's going to be just to get out of the vote. So they will get out the vote and tell you to go out and vote. It's very important. If you're maybe somebody that could vote Republican, maybe a Republican and a Democrat will lean out to you to try to persuade you to get you out to vote or to turn you. If you're a moderate Republican, maybe they'll use this data to try to persuade you to vote Democrat. And here's the thing. It's so valuable 
that nobody is going to pass a law on this, even though it is gross invasion of privacy. And so when I'm looking at a story like this and people say, hey, you know what? There's a lot of money laundering. You should not be able to mix it in and launder your money. I go, that is 100% right. But it's also not right to have all your data exposed to know that this is how they use your data to build profiles, to mine it, to understand what you're buying, selling, where you're transacting, and to build an even deeper profile to learn how to sell to you, to learn how to manipulate you, to learn how to get you to vote for one person or the other. There has to be guardrails on this. And so when people say we need to protect our data, I get it because it's already grossly abused. Our investment CEO, Kathy Wood, confirmed Monday that the SEC labeling nine tokens traded on Coinbase as unregistered securities prompted the firm to sell a portion of its share held in Coinbase. Kathy Wood said the SEC's claim sparked a degree of regulatory uncertainty for the industry. Last month, on July 26, ARK Investments sold over 1.4 million shares in Coinbase worth around $75 million. They're still holding 8.95 million shares. The consumer watchdog group Truth in Advertising, or TINA, said that it put 17 high-profile celebrities on notice for promoting NFTs without appropriate disclosures. TINA said it sent letters to a group including Gwyneth Paltrow, Floyd Mayweather, Tom Brady, DJ Khaled, Snoop Dogg, and Paris Hilton. By the way, that was horrible. I should edit that out. Anyway, the group says the letters remind the celebrities that they must clearly disclose any material connection to the NFT companies that they are promoting, citing long-lasting Federal Trade Commission rules, or FTC rules. The group says the bottom line is that celebrities who promote NFTs generally aren't helping improve the financial literacy of their fans and followers. And while some of these celebrities are able to take risks due to their massive wealth, many vulnerable customers don't have that luxury. And finally, another domino falls. Singaporean crypto lender Hodonot is the latest digital asset company to announce that it's freezing withdrawals due to recent market conditions. Hodonot's website says that the firm took this measure to focus on stabilizing liquidity, preserving assets, while consulting with a local law firm on the feasibility and timeline of its restructuring and recovery plan. So let me define this for you. This means let me rug you while we file for bankruptcy and then run off scot-free. Oh, and maybe, just maybe, we'll give you back a portion of your assets so you feel lucky to have gotten anything at all. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment. And if you're listening on Spotify, open up the app and click those five stars. You have to open up the app, open up the podcast, then click those five stars. Anyway, I hope you did that. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.